0: Hello, everybody. This is John Lind with the BBJ podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you all about sales. Now, <clears throat> is sales something new? No. Is sales something that's been done for hundreds of thousands of years, millions of years, however long? Yeah. But there is a form of sales that is very new. If you consider the whole history of the universe, it's, I mean, you know, nanosecond. If you consider the history of trade, the human modern trade, it's new, really new. It's still milliseconds. If you consider the history of monetary trade seconds in our years of history what about modern modern trade as in not not just currency coin or or what have you or or, or dollar bills <laughs> but the online Trades Online buying and selling. That's right, I'm talking about e-com. Short for e-commerce. E-commerce, what is this? This is anything that is bought or sold online. You go to Amazon, you order something, boom, that's e-com. The definition of e-com, according to my quick google search which now that i'm listening back i think you guys can hear but i mean it's okay there's like three of you (laughs) myself included hi future me Uh, e-commerce is commercial transactions conducted electronically on the internet this can be physical products so back to my example of amazon i go to amazon Let me pull that up Small note Listen to yourself when you speak Or when you record yourself It's gonna suck I hate it At least I initially really didn't like listening to myself But you get through that initial hump And You you can grow as a speaker That's why I'd recommend doing a podcast That's why I'm doing a podcast presently Um (coughs) but i go to amazon.com i see uh an, i i they they have very interestingly very interesting structure cuz there there's like the customer service and all that but there is let's see there's so much stuff that's like not physical there's the buying and selling so there's the Amazon store. And I can go and look at, I don't know, best sellers. And I see stuff that is physical. That is more traditional that you could theoretically buy at a store. I see um, sprinkler for kids, splash pad, and waiting pool. I see uh, a, an echo dot. I see a... Uh, some books some clothing but then I also see gift cards uh, for PlayStation Store Xbox and Nintendo eShop so this this is a little different it's not a physical product it's a gift card which does exist for plenty of time but it's a gift card for something that is also online, it's a gift card for an online store. Kind of kind of uh, interesting. I, I'll admit, my, I personally have received uh, gift cards for Amazon, which I've definitely used. I appreciate them, I've received Steam gift cards. I've used them, I do appreciate them. If I was a kid and I didn't have a credit card or a debit card, it would make a lot of sense. Because it would give me some degree of online spending power without having to get those things. Um, But looking here, I'm going to say this right up in front. Amazon is one of the best e-commerce places for what they do. Are there places that can sell their specific niche better? Yes, but Amazon, they do it spectacularly. Everything is just very well researched. They really put in the time and money into this, and you know what happened as a result? They made a ton of money. I I see there's the the primary navigation, and there's customer service right up in center. The first thing above the search bar is customer service. That's impressive. Um, I, I, I noticed I have a habit of clearing my throat when I'm podcasting, so I'm trying to drink more water during. That kind of thing is usually psychosomatic, so even though it may feel like, oh, I have a dry throat and that's why I'm coughing, it's just because of you know, nervous public speaking. But I'm gonna try to be more relaxed. Hopefully that'll turn out well. So, I see customer service. I see the thing they're trying to upsell, Prime Video. I see my own amazon.com, which is um, personalized recommendations. I'll recommend for me, browsing history, improve your recommendations, your profile, learn more. We got the the best sellers, which I mentioned. We got browsing history, another thing to access, making it more easily accessible. This will reduce risk of something called cart abandonment. So you go to an online store, whether it be Amazon or some small mom and pop, and you load things into your cart. There is an issue with some phenomenon that's called cart abandonment. Essentially, you have items in your cart, but you don't pull the trigger on paying. This could be you looking around and you're like, well, I don't know if I wanna buy. I see, I actually have four things in my cart that did I not buy? I guess I didn't buy. See, I didn't even know about this. But they made sure i did not <laughs> I didn't buy this, I guess um, but for a store like Amazon, they don't have a problem' I don't, huh. um they're big enough. they have tons of money. This is not cart abandonment they have they've done their work to reduce the risk of it you know you have you see the cart and it has the number of items in the queue. But for a small store, if I get, if I'm, I always like to say reference cupcakes, my examples. If I own a cupcake store and I have, I I sell cupcakes online, I see someone abandon their cart at an order of a dozen cupcakes. What am I supposed to do with that? Do I, how how does that affect my inventory? do I have extra in case they actually do order? Like, do I make sure to increase my inventory just in case? I don't know because they could go and buy it. And if I'm like, well, I guess they don't need it. So I won't order as much uh, flour and all the stuff that goes into making cupcakes, then they decide to order. Well, I'm either rushing or taking resources from my physical business but I'm I'm losing money. On the flip side, if I get the extra resources, get the extra flour and eggs and all that for it, anticipating it and they never go through with the cart, they they had a change of heart and they're like, "You know what? I'm going to go raw vegan." paleo, gluten free for the rest of my life and <laughs> loading up those 12 donuts or those 12 cupcakes was, was their, their low point in life that made them realize they needed to change. Well, there's really nothing you can do. You just wasted all those resources. They, that only stays for so long and if you don't aren't able to sell it physically or in other places, you have lost inventory. We saw a similar phenomenon And this is the, r- the real reason why I'm actually talking about e Is there has been uh, a few trends on TikTok To uh, target the Trump campaign Specifically what I saw was Loading up, going to the um, Trump campaign store And by like loading up your cart with as much inventory as you can and then abandoning your cart what they're targeting is or they're what they're exploiting is cart abandonment because you have thousands of orders for these products that you don't know if they're going to go through with something like cupcakes I physically make them, there's the, the ingredients that only last so long. With making uh, shirts, for example, or or apparel, in general, they have to order the shirts, but then they have to actually make them, they have to do the designs, they have to put them on it, they have to order a certain amount from their supplier i guess now that i'm saying it it's not that it's not that dissimilar but it has the same issue they have so many orders online and they don't know how many are, are real that they actually are going to have to make so that they can fulfill the orders this is very tough to work with that and that's why they're they're being targeted in in this manner um it's it, it it's reflective of uh the kind of the new world that we see and the way that things are, especially online. You can have I guess for lack of a better term, attacks or you can have issues that just wouldn't be a thing physically. If a hundred people go to like walk into my cupcake store and they they're like you know i think i kind of want cupcakes and i'm like okay how many do you want you know they're like a dozen and i make the box and i'm like okay that'll be you know ten fifty, and they just stare at me and then leave well <laughs> at first i might be like that's kind of weird but if like two or three people do that i'm gonna start making them pay before they can even i'm gonna make them pay before they before i even load up the box i'm like well why am i gonna bother loading up the box if you're not gonna pay boom situation's dealt with if i'm a a restaurant and i want to get those cupcakes then and i'm like hey can i get an order for the cupcakes and you're like, okay, I'll give you 200 a week. We agree on that. And then I get there, or you bring your cupcakes to me, and I'm like, eh, I, I think I'm good. I don't want cupcakes anymore. Guess what's going to happen? I'm still going to get charged for the cupcakes because our agreement was that you pay for them. Cart abandonment isn't something that can really happen in real life or in in the traditional form of sales it's something that's unique to e so I guess we're we where, where we've kind of wandered into today in terms of the conversation is reducing cart abandonment I've outlined I, th- I hope very uh, thoroughly why cart abandonment is an issue the issues that it can cause the company why it's something that's unique to e commerce so it's an issue it's clearly it's prevalent enough it's, it's it's prevalent enough that people are making memes of it and using it to attack companies or organizations they don't like so what do you do about it if someone is trying to Target card abandonment maliciously. Well, there's not a lot you can do. If you're seeing a bunch of really big orders, you can have some sort of input v- validation to reduce the risk of people making like a bunch of burner accounts. To do it, you can do things like um, verifying their, their information ahead of time so that they can't like I said they can't make like twenty accounts, and if they do this a bunch you can you can track them, you can catch them. Are there any cases of people getting sued or in trouble for card abandonment? Not that I know of, but you can at least block the user from make making further um, attempting to make further transactions or just blacklist them so it won't even you won 't even bother you with a flood of orders that don't fully go through uh... the biggest issue beyond just inventory is well how do you know which ones are real if you get a bunch of orders card abandoned abandoned orders you don't know which ones are real it's tough to, to adapt for that and address the ones that are actually true so what would i recommend pr management <laughs> manage your public persona do what you can to not p- pee off a bunch of people so that this won't be a problem but for those who uh genuinely abandon their cart who they're browsing like, i mean like me I completely forgot about the four things that are in my Amazon cart, and they're just sitting there. Do I do I want to get them at this point? Not really. I mean, I might get them eventually, but what am I gonna do? What you can do is track the people who abandoned their cart. Most websites, including Shopify, Uh, and other e-com website managers, builders, etc. They will allow you to target people who have been in their carts specifically. So what I'd recommend is trying to make sure you you capture their information beforehand. Ideally, email or phone number. Uh, Email would probably be best. But once they abandon their cart, you start targeting them for cart abandonment specifically. So, some people they just forget they had items in their cart. You can tell them you can do something like telling them, reminding them they have items in their cart, and tell maybe put a little pressure on them, tell them that if they don't purchase then you'll remove the order or because you don't want to lose a sale potentially you can leave it there but have your system so that or like don't take into account orders that have been waiting for for so long like i said it's a tough balancing act and if you're running ecom you're just gonna have to figure out a system that works for you with cart abandonment, I mean, at the end of the day, you wanna make the sale, right? You you wanna make more money, you wanna make more sales. So you can do these things and you can ignore it or, or whatever, but that is, you're still losing that revenue. You're still losing those orders. So what can you do to reduce the risk of cart abandonment or to get people who have abandoned their cart to pick it back up and make that purchase. Here's what you can do. For those who are thinking about leaving, you give them a deal right before they go. If If they're kind of on the fence with what they're ordering, that's what happens a lot. They're on their fence and they're like, ah, I don't really know if I want to order this, and then they give up, they move on, they forget about it, boom, you lost it. But you give them a deal, it can be 10 or 15 percent, something, and that might be able to drive them over the edge to make that deal. For people who have abandoned their cart for a while, and like left the site, if you have their contact information you can you can message them you can contact them you can say hey i noticed you have these carts in your items in your cart and you can give them custom messaging based on that you can find good copy that encourages them to make a sale you can excuse me mouth is getting kind of dry you can still do some sort of deal, but have a time limit to try to create that sense of urgency and increase the chance that you will make that deal. You can, I don't know, just say, hey, hey, John, I know you have these items in your cart. Still want them? You're not. You're probably not going to make. A, you're less likely to make a sale as the other options, but you're more likely to make a sale than if you didn't say anything, because they're going to out of sight, out of mind. If you remind them periodically, they are eventually going to take some sort of action. Some of them, yes, will block you, unfortunately. Some of them will be like, okay, whatever. I'll just clear out my cart, but then they're still going to your site. They're still seeing seeing other deals they are more likely to make another purchase they might say you know what I think I am ready for for that that kiddie pool or I'm I'm ready for that um, that giant letter R just just a giant wood letter R it's great for doorways great for um, putting over the bed for rest Put it over a doorway for re-entry. Put it over a dirty, oh, I know. If you have like a dirty corner of the house, put it over there. R for Roomba and bring in a Roomba. Buy the Roomba (laughs) online, boom. But be creative with how you you approach them. Because if you are like gruff and like say, hey, you forget that, you forgot this, make sure to like buy this. They're gonna be like, ah, whatever. I don't wanna be pestered. And they're gonna gonna drop it. Be creative on what you do. Do a a fun or a niche, a more specific order. I, I mentioned the timeliness, but it can be orders for specific products. It can be orders with even just like a fun coupon code name you can take some time on the copy and write something that sounds conversational and fun and to try to get them back in that mindset of making a sale or like am I going to buy and have them make that decision again if you can make them decide whether or not to buy again then you're increasing your, your people who are going to say yes if you give up if you ignore them, if you pass them, you're just going to increase. You're just you're not going to make any more money. And in the world of e-commerce, it's it's the lack of physical presence creates an abstraction that makes sales inherently so much harder. However, we have we can get so much more information about them, about how they interact with the site, what they do, how many items they have in their cart, whether or not they abandon their cart, all that. So it enables us to do what we can to overcome those obstacles and actually make a profitable business that isn't limited to physical locations or products. I'd like to thank you all for listening. You can this is avail this podcast is available on Spotify uh I would imagine Anchor, Apple Podcasts, several other ones. Whatever podcast app you have probably has this podcast. If you'd like to leave a a question, a comment, anything like that, go to bbdigitallab.com slash podcast there you can leave i have the you can listen to the latest or the the archive podcasts and you can leave a question or comment anything for the podcast uh based on the amount of messages they get presently i can 100% guarantee that you will in fact get me to read it out loud as long as it's pertinent obviously, if you're like, hey, John, um, I don't like people. I don't like these people. I I probably won't read that because that doesn't sound very good. Other than that, I hope you have a good day and keep shopping, I guess, or keep browsing.